David Clayton Thomas, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and Spinning Wheel. So this is one of those songs from my childhood. My dad had the record, and the minute he played it for me, it was like, wow. Great brass, good saxophone in this tune as well. Good song. It's uh, live from Studio 5 on AMI Audio. On a Canadian Tunes Tuesday, I'm Mike Ross along with Joey DeCupta. And uh, every Tuesday at this time, we welcome in Montreal-based tech expert Mark Aflalo to the program who gives us an in-depth look at what's making news in the world of technology. Mark, good to have you back. How you doing? I'm good. Good morning. How was your uh, hockey night last night, Mike? Uh, it ended very well. Didn't yeah. start great um, with Boston scoring first. And it was like, oh, no. <laughs> Moments but later. Guys, <laughs> but our guys fought back, doggone it. And, and well what's... Done. I'll tell you what was really impressive was uh, they had a goal disallowed and yep. they still managed to score a couple more and, and uh, force a seventh game. So exciting times for sure. Um, let's talk about uh, something a little less pleasant. Woo-hoo. Tax time. <laughs> <laughs> couple more days. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, Canadians can now use PayPal to pay their taxes on the uh, CRA website. So um, tell us about this new option. Uh, this is interesting. This is it was announced last week, and it, the the goal here is to uh, make paying your taxes as easy and painless as possible. And uh, they are Canada Revenue Agency is now allowing you to pay with your PayPal account. So if you happen to transact, a lot of people use eBay and use PayPal for different things. If you have money in your PayPal account, you can actually use that to pay your taxes. The goal here is obviously to to ease the stress of tax season and give people alternative ways of doing things digitally, so they don't have to worry about missing debt lines and, and facing penalties. So uh, the government's really excited to be working with PayPal and just giving people a different option to uh, to pay their taxes. They're saying more than 80% of Canadians um, you know, are ready to do their returns electronically. So this gives you another aspect, another way to do it. The only thing to note here is that you will be charged a little bit more, 2.29%, what they call a convenience fee. It's basically what PayPal takes in order to do so. So it's a, it's a good choice depending on how much you owe. Well, uh, maybe. Sorry, just want to interrupt for uh, for a second, just for some breaking news here, uh, that uh, the uh, the suspect uh, arrested in connection with the van attack yesterday uh, has been charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder and 13 counts of attempted murder. Um, the uh, news just uh, breaking uh, from a Toronto courthouse uh, this morning, so thank you. Now, it's important to to keep everyone posted on that news. But just going back to the PayPal story, uh, you're saying that the advantage is it gives Canadians uh, a few more options. But is it really giving somebody an option when, you know, they have to pay, uh, uh, what did you say, another 2.29%? I mean, for somebody who may already be bogged down with a lot of taxes, this may not reasonably be an option they can avail themselves of, right? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on how much you, you owe. I mean, if you owe $1,000, 2.29 is only $22. So it really depends on the amount that you owe. If you owe $10,000, obviously that's, you know, it's going to go up incrementally. But it's really about the convenience, and that's why they call it a convenience fee. Some people are scared of online banking, and some people use PayPal because they don't want to be, you know, exposing their their entire financial world to, to the rest of the world. So this just gives them another option to do it and that 2.29 again really depends on how much you owe um i i'm looking at this and i'm wondering about the security of it all right and 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 i'm only asking because i know that there are people out there that are going to say how safe is it 
to use PayPal when dealing with the CRA, because the CRA has had its own issues with uh, website security in the past. Well, it, it'll add, actually add a level of security above and beyond what you would normally do with the Canada Revenue Agency, because PayPal, number one, has a lot of insurance in place, so there's a lot of fraud protection there as well. But it also gives you the option to use things like credit cards. So um, whereas if you go to the Canada Revenue Agency, you have to actually pay cash or you know transfer directly from your account, whereas if you're using PayPal, you can choose different funding methods depending on what you're doing. And a lot of people use PayPal, not necessarily to not, not hide money, but just to, to keep money separate from their day-to-day transactions. So if you have a balance there, some people have a couple hundred bucks in a balance there. And if that's all you owe to the government, it's a good way to, to kind of keep it separate. So some people might look at this and say, you know what, it's actually, uh, it seems a little bit of a safer method for them to do it. Right. Mm. Okay. Now sticking to safety as a theme, but you know, let's hit the road. A uh, distracted driving is still a concern right? in the U.S. obviously, but here in Canada as well, droves of people driving with you know half an eye with, with half their attention on the street and the rest of it on their text message. Um, Apple has now brought in a do not disturb feature on their devices. How is this going to reduce the incidence of distracted driving? Well, uh, number one, the first thing, you know, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration found that if you take your eyes off the road for even five seconds, it's the equivalent of driving blindfolded through a couple football fields. That's pretty pretty dramatic and it could be pretty devastating depending on what road you're on and if you're not paying attention to it. So the feature on iOS devices basically looks for movement and when you're actually moving beyond a certain speed it's going to turn on do not disturb while driving. This is a feature that you can turn off in settings but what it'll do is when you receive a text message or a phone call it's not going to distract you by having that pop up. It will actually give you the option if you've already set it up or you'll be able to set it up the first time to actually automatically text someone and say hey I'm driving I'll get back to you in a couple minutes and when you stop moving when you actually get you know parked or wherever you might be um, it'll tell you exactly with notifications what you missed and how you missed it they're saying it's already dropped down about eight percent reduction in uh, road casualties and road accidents which it doesn't sound dramatic but in in you know the 41 percent of iphone users that you know use the feature it's a pretty dramatic number eight percent is is something more than we, we've ever had before quite honestly so it's another way that they're looking to obviously remove the feature plus there's a lot of people didn't even know the feature existed uh, in the first place so it's one of these things that if you turn it on um, you know it's there and you can turn it off but if you don't know it's there it's going to be on automatically to try and convince people that you know using that phone while driving is just absolutely not smart you know what I like about uh, people who've already used it, Mark, is that when uh, someone texts them uh, while driving and they see that message, um, it's sort of delivering a message right back at you saying, hey, you know what? That person that you're texting, smart. You, yeah, you not dumb, so smart exactly. right now. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it, it's a very uh, teachable moment there as well. Uh, LG Appliances now playing nicely with both Alexa and Google Assistant. So uh, what's the deal here uh, with uh, with this partnership? So LG has a whole brand and brand of appliances that have this new technology called ThinQ. And it's their AI that's being used throughout their appliances, whether it be a refrigerator. Think of things like a washer or a dryer 
or a dishwasher, and it's actually going to play well with both Alexa and Google Home and allow you to do things and get insights into things that are going on in your home. For example, if the wash ends or if the dryer ends, you can actually get a notification on your device. You can even restart that if you want to. I don't know about you, but I'm washing a lot of winter clothes for my kids now mm-hmm. or jackets and stuff like that. So I have to turn the dryer cycle on a couple more times because it's never enough. Now you actually be able to control that with your smart device. Obviously, you're going to have to turn those features on. It's not something that's automatically there, so you limit the use, and it only works within the same wireless network, so you don't have to worry about people trying to get in from the outside and controlling your appliances. This isn't one of these doomsday scenarios. It's just really a convenience feature that they're adding for both the Google Home and the Amazon Alexa, which means that, you know, especially in Canada, with Google Home being the most popular, uh, it's going to be way more popular in Canada. Mark, always a pleasure uh, catching up with you. Thanks for these stories. Uh, Pretty interesting stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.